We're hurtling through the sky somewhere above Manchester. To the sky? The navigational systems are malfunctioning due to travelling backwards through decades of carboniferous emissions. Yes, it appears your girl doesn't much care for the Industrial Revolution. So you're saying we got lost in the smog? Worse than that, we're flying blind. Brace yourselves. What? We're going to crash? Can't you dematerialise, Doctor? Too late. Positions! Hurry with the lamp, William. It's in the trees, whatever it is. Have a care, Cathy. That noise. It was something hellish. It wasn't of this earth. And you, a man of industry and science, Master William. You're as credulous as any of us servants. William? William? Where are you? Over here, Father. What the devil's going on out here? It sounded like a hundred barrels of gunpowder going off. There's something in the trees. Are you sure, girl? Listen. Don't you shush your master. Can't you hear? There are voices. This way. I can hear voices. And lights, Doctor. There are lights. There's a building of some kind. A mansion by the looks of it. Hold on. I'm a bit caught up in these branches. Yes, this is rather a big house, isn't it? Hello? Who are you? Where the devil did you come from? What was that terrific old balloon? They don't look very friendly. Well, we shall just have to tread carefully. Ow! Doctor, are you all right? Perfectly. I am... Oh, ow, I seem to have twisted my ankle. So much for treading carefully. Who the devil are you people? Hello, I'm the Doctor. I'm terribly sorry to have ended up dropping in on you like this in the middle of the night. <laughs> Nice place you've got here. Yes, come on, come on. I'd rather hear you people explain yourselves in the drawing room rather than stand around outside. You're very kind. Good God, what are you wearing, all three of you? Clothes. Tegan. Never mind. Sit down. Cathy, Fellhair looks in need of something restorative. I'll get Cook to warm some milk. Milk, bang. Brandy's what's required here. Really, you mustn't go to any bother. Hudson! Damn it, where is that butler? We need drink here, on the double! Isn't that the drinks cabinet just over there? Shush, Tegan. Dodson! Father, you'll be waking up Mother. She needs her rest. I told her not to leave her room until I knew what's going on. And I'm still none the wiser, sir. Ah, yes, well, uh, that was our fault. My fault, really, it was my ship. Ship? We're a long way from the sea. Hmm, this will take some explaining. And we will sit here until you have explained to my satisfaction how and why you've managed to bring down the finest stand of oaks in all of Cheadle Hume. Father, calm down. They seem like reasonable people. Causing explosions in the night, reasonable. My heart nearly leapt out of my chest. I thought revolution had come. Now, you, sir, will explain what you mean about a ship. Well. In the morning. Perhaps? Father? Very well, in the morning. But I'll have my answers then, sir. You'll see if I don't. You should have been back hours ago. Shh. Father. Everything's fine. Here. You've let the fire burn down. 
the child were up through the night. He won't settle unless you're here. There was something strange going on. I were needed. I need you here. So does your little brother. Shh. You'll wake him. Bargain was. You'd be here to do all the household tasks, same as your mother used to. Then I can keep working and doing early starts. I know that, Father. I'm here, aren't I? The pittance you make at Hurley Hall won't keep us, will it? I've got to work, even sick as I am. Things will get easier. Oh, they will, will they? And when's that? You'll see. Things have to get better. I don't see how. And I don't see your fancy friends changing anything either. Not any time soon. <laughs> what fancy friends have I got? You know what I mean. That lot you fell in with. Speechifiers. Talkers. There's nothing wrong with talking. Rabble-rousing, that's what it is. And you won't be allowed to get away with it. Come on, Dad. Get this tea. Have you time for porridge? Yeah. Tend to yourself. And prepare the boy's breakfast. He'll hear your voice and want to be up. I have to go. But tell me, why were you out all night? Oh, they had an emergency up at the hall. It was the oddest thing. These people, strangers, turning up out of nowhere like no one else you've ever seen. They claim they just fell out at sky. In some kind of box. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. What were you needed for? I had to see to them. Get rooms sorted out. The earlies of Cheadle pride themselves on their hospitality, you know. Oh, yes, the big man in his eye castle. I still don't like the sound of all this. Folk dropping out of the sky. Quite nice folk, as it turns out. They were very friendly to me. You take far too much interest in life outside this house. You've got duties here. This is about the march tomorrow, isn't it? You don't want me to go. No, I don't. You or the child. But it'll be the most important thing that's ever happened to me. The most important things are here. It's only one day. I forbid it. Do you hear me, Cathy? You're not going anywhere. Ah, it's you two. Good. How's your ankle this morning? Sore. Oh, your room is lovely too. What a beautiful house this is. Yeah, if you like that sort of thing. I can't stand all those servants hanging around. Do you know when and where we are, Doctor? Not entirely. I must go back to the TARDIS and check her over at the first opportunity. I hope she's all right. Tough as old boots. I hope. Anyway, broadly speaking, we're sometime in the early 19th century, somewhere south of Manchester. Come on, you two. Whenever and wherever we are, I'm starving. Someone was bashing a gong before. Yes, it means breakfast is served. More bowing and scraping. Still, why is it you don't like the servants, Tegan? I didn't say I didn't like them. I just don't like to see people treated like slaves. They seem happy enough in their work. They've got no choice. Not the way the world is run at this point in time, no. <laughs> you can talk. You're a posho too. I am not a posho. Of course you are. You're a time lord. This has told me all about Gallifrey, don't you worry. Nonetheless, we're not here to change the world. We'll have a nice breakfast, then it's back to the TARDIS. We could carry you down on a litter, if you like. After you, Tegan. Ah, the good doctor and his friends. Our esteemed guests. Good morning, sir. Hurley, please. We don't stand on ceremony here. Actually, we do. My wife rather likes it. Come and sit. Come and sit. I'm ravenous. 
This all looks wonderful. That idle son of mine will be down soon. He seems to need more sleep than anyone else. William? He seemed very nice. He's had everything on a plate, that boy. Just handed to him like I never had. You're a self-made man, I take it. Give me a man who's worked his way up in the world. Who knows how things tick. That's what the country needs. A man who knows all the nuts and bolts. Yeah, well, you've done all right for yourself. You're a very outspoken young miss, miss. Forgive her, she's from abroad. Hang on a minute. Colonies, eh? Mm, explains a lot. And your other niece, hmm, Doctor? She looks like she could be an exotic princess of some kind. I'm not actually a princess, but I am from somewhere more exotic than Cheadle Hume. Good morning, Father. And, um, everyone else? Stirred yourself, have you? I've been out with Dodson and the others, as it happens. We've been surveying the, um, damage. Have you, by God? And what did you find? Just a few locked branches, really. It sounded worse than it is. Well, hurrah for the trees. And our, um, guests are speaking the truth. In what sense, sir? There is, in fact, a blue box amongst the oaks, lying on its side and utterly impregnable. The Doctor's TARDIS, yes. A ship. You called it a ship, sir? Yes, I did, didn't I? Um, well, I, I can't really explain too much about it. It's an invention, isn't it? It's something very clever, very new. How would you know that? My dear, I am an engineer, an industrialist. I can smell something new when it drops in my lap. Something valuable. I'm not sure it looks valuable exactly. You must show it to us, Doctor. This ship you arrived in. William, fetch men and tackle so we can right the Doctor's vessel. Very good, Father. I don't think that's a good idea. Do you not, sir? Well, I think it is. I'll have you know I'm a magistrate. My word is law round here, as it happens. The TARDIS would be of no interest to you. You've accepted my hospitality in return for honest answers. So, we'll finish our breakfast, then we'll go and have a gander at this box of yours. Hmm? William, am I in trouble? I'm late. Calm yourself, Catherine. Why are you so worked up? It's my dad. He had a right go at me about getting home so late last night. He doesn't like you working here, does he? He doesn't like anything I do. I don't suppose he's going to be very pleased about this famous march of yours tomorrow. You don't take it serious either. I should never have told you about it. I do take it seriously. I think you shouldn't get involved. I must. It's about people's livelihoods and about you lot. You landowners and industrialists <laughs> and you just laugh about it I, I'm not laughing about your cause I'm sure it's all very laudable and important, it's just you my little pal Cathy Roberts, the kitchen maid those days are gone, Master William we live in different worlds life is more serious now perhaps so what about those strangers though, eh? they seem rather colourful and out of the ordinary you just like the look of the girls look I'd best go inside. Cook will have me guts for garters. Kathy. What is it? I'm glad you're back with us at Hurley Hall. When you went away down south last year, I thought we'd lost you forever. I belong here. I'm not going any time soon. That's it, you men. Careful now. Don't damage the precious box any further. This is very kind of you. It's most exciting, Doctor. 
this flying machine you claim to have piloted into my garden is nothing less than a miracle. Whoever imagined such a thing? Well, it isn't really a flying machine, you see. It's, uh, it's actually very hard to explain. I presume we're going to run for it at some point. That depends what damage the TARDIS has suffered. So we might be stuck here for a while? Well, at least it seems a civilised sort of era. You think? Ah, I think I can get through now. Stand aside, men, stand aside. Doctor, do you need us? Ah. Did you see that? There's smoke coming out of the door. Shall I instruct my men to fetch buckets? No, 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 there's no fire, but there... There seems to be quite a lot of damage. Rabbits. We're going to get stuck here, and I'll end up becoming my own great-great-grandmother, won't I? The chances of that happening are remarkably slim. Don't lock yourself away in your strange box, Doctor. I don't like that man much. He seems a bit of a bully. But his son's all right. Do you think so, Tegan? (coughs) The TARDIS's automated repairs will take a day or two. We just have to wait. So you can't do a demonstration for us? Not today, I'm afraid. What a disappointment. Come on, everyone, back to work. No more gawping. Doctor, how long do you think we'll be stuck here? Not long. I made it look a bit more dramatic than it really is. I don't want Mr Hurley demanding to see the inside of the TARDIS. Good idea. What I really wanted to do was to find out when and where exactly we are in time. And? According to the instruments, we're in August 1816, four miles south of the centre of Manchester. Something was niggling at me, you see, something I was trying to remember. Hang on. The master of the house is coming over. That was most diverting. The doctor and his magic box. Perhaps later you could have a go at sewing your two ladies in half, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, quite. Hilarious. Why would he want to saw us in half? Listen, I've had a thought. Why don't I give you a tour, Doctor? A man of learning like you, you'll be very interested. Of your house? House? It's just a house. Nothing interesting about that. No, man. My pride and joy. My factory. Oh, well, yes, that would be splendid. It's just a short ride into town. This will be most interesting, I'm sure. Yeah, riveting. Nessa, stay here, would you? The TARDIS will repair herself mostly, but she may require your help. Of course, Doctor. I wish we could just leave. I'm very interested in this factory of his, aren't you, Tegan? This is your history, after all. What do you have to say about this then? It's certainly very impressive. There's nothing like it in the whole of the Northwest. Nay, in the old country, Doctor. These machines, they're huge. Beautiful, aren't they? Monstrous, more like. How do people manage to work here and stay sane? Money in their pockets, isn't it? I support half the families in South Manchester by providing them with work here. It's all quite an achievement. So you're spinning yarn from cotton? That's right, Miss Jovanka. Brought up the ship canal from Liverpool and before that from America. So it's the slave trade. Beg pardon? Cotton picked by slaves in America, brought here to be spun by people on slave wages in Manchester. Broadly true. My people aren't slaves. You sure about that? Look at them. They look ill. Wait! Those are children over there! Yes, Mr Hurley, I must say the conditions here in your mill aren't exactly the best. Rather worse than I'd hoped, in fact. Oh, it's What's that, sir? 
Hang on! There's something going off on the factory floor. Some fuss about nothing else but you Someone caught the workings. What's going on down there? I can't see from here. Someone stop the engine. No, the machines can't stop. Hurry, listen. There's someone injured down there. It's a child! Of course it is! Only the kiddies are small enough to get underneath the machines to pick up the waste and the chaff! He's trapped! He's been injured! Take my coat, Tegan! What are you doing? Keep away from there! There's nothing to see! I'm going underneath! I'm going to save him! Right Miss Nissa, isn't it? That's right. I thought you'd gone into town with the others. No, I was just going to check on the TARDIS. Oh, your blue box, of course. I saw you out in the garden last night, didn't I? That's right, miss. I was the first one out when your party arrived. It wasn't a conventional materialisation. It must have come as something of a shock. The words you lot use. I don't understand some of them at all. Oh, never mind. I I mustn't keep you. I should get on with Tidy in the drawing room. Oh, now I'm for it. Cassie! You mustn't bother our guests. You've been warned before about talking to your betters. Yes, Mrs Hurley. Uh, Good morning, my dear. I gather you are one of our impromptu visitors. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was too wretched to get up from his sick bed in the middle of the night in order to greet you. Yes, I'm Nyssa. You must be Lady Hurley. Oh, 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 merely Mrs. I'm not a lady. Well, not yes, anyway. Mrs. Hurley means that her husband hasn't been knighted yet for his services to industry, Nissa. Oh, I see. Cassie, you are impertinent. Yes, Mrs. Hurley. Back to your duties, all of you. There's nothing to go apart over there. Here, Doctor, let them clear up. Doctor? The boy's clear of the mechanism now. His lacerations seem superficial, but he's badly bruised. Shouldn't we get him to hospital? Hospital? Be hang. He doesn't need an expensive hospital. I've just heard. I was in the depot. What's going on? Our doctor friend here has been a bit of a hero. He saved that child's life. Which child? He's still down there on the factory floor. I must get back to him. I'll need bandages and uh, surgical spirit. Will him answer that? Yes, Father. The boy's alive. That's the important thing. Maybe that's the reason we came here, Doctor. So you could save him? Oh, we know. He'll grow up to be someone important. I shouldn't think so, my dear. He's just a factory. Raggy urchin. Father, the boy's people are here. Let's take him home. Let him have him. We don't want any fuss. Go on, then. I've had him looked at by an expert here, this Doctor. Take the boy home. Only get a shift on can't have sickly kids lying about all over the place, taking up space. We've all got to get back to work. Get on with it now. Come on. I don't believe this. Mr. Hurley. Tegan, don't aggravate my father. You'll make it worse. Make what worse? Hurley, the boy's condition needs stabilising before he goes home. I've not yet cleaned his wounds properly. Doctor, you've done more than enough. They're not even people to you, are they? The doctor's trying to help that boy, and all you're concerned about is getting the machines going again. There's work to be done here, miss. Tegan, this isn't helping. I'll show you helping. I'm going after those people right now to see that that boy gets home okay. You can't go off with that lot. Alone, I mean. I don't need a bodyguard. You're new to this city. I insist. Come on, then. I'll see you later back at the hall. Now, Mr. Hurley, we need to talk about this factory of yours. Oh, 
sit with me, Miss Nissa. Thank you. May I go, Mrs Hurley? Yes, 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 yes. Be off with you. Very good, madam. Oh, wait, wait. Before you go, tell me, how is that small brother of yours? How is Peter? Oh, he's thriving. An absolute devil. He's so clever. I'm Bonnie. Oh, you and your father are extremely lucky, my dear, to have new life around you, new possibilities. Oh, how wonderful to have a childhood treasure like that. Who is this baby she's talking about, Cathy? My brother, miss. He's our miracle baby. Perhaps one day you might bring him up to the hall. Yes, Mrs Hurley. If it can be arranged, Oh, then... it's been a long time since this place had any life or laughter within its walls. Oh, I should be most grateful, Cathy. I'll, I'll talk to my dad. He's not best pleased with me just now, though. He is a good father. Yeah, well, he has forbidden me from going on tomorrow's march, though. Oh, this march. I wish they'd call it off. What kind of march is it to be? It's our chance. The working people... We're all getting together and marching into Manchester. There'll be speeches and banners and music. It'll be like one big jamboree. Well, I agree with your father. I don't think you should go. You forget, madam, what it's like to be a working person and to feel like we do. You've been married too long to a rich man. (gasps) Catherine Roberts! It's true, though, that you were once one of us, Mrs Hurley. You lived in the same village, did the same work... Ordinary, like the rest of us. I don't need lecturing by you, a servant girl. I I didn't mean anything bad by it. Uh, Perhaps I should go. No, you stay where you are, Miss Nissa. Being told where I belong by you, Cathy, by a girl who's no better than she ought to be. Get out, girl. Out of my sight. Yes, yes, Mrs Hurley. And don't bother bringing that brat of yours here, either. Don't you ever bother coming back here for that matter. Please, Mrs Hurley, don't be rash. I'm quite sure Cathy didn't mean any offence. Oh, so you presume to lecture me also? No, that's not it at all. Then you can get out and all. I'm very sorry, Mrs Hurley. Go on, out, out, out. You don't belong in my house either. More to you than meets the eye, Doctor. It's been said before. I think I need to keep you close. You're a very intriguing individual. Clever, brave. You flatter me. I think I'd like to pick your brains. Well, that's handy, Mr. Hurley, because I think you and I should have a talk about industrial relations, about changes you ought to make in the future. I am a man of the future. I believe in the coming age. It's 1819, Doctor. Great challenges lie ahead. 1816, surely. Nineteen, Doctor. Eighteen, nineteen. Are you sure? (laughs) My son might treat me like an old fool, Doctor, but I think I can be trusted to know what year it is. Then the TARDIS was wrong. The pollutants damaged the chronometer after all. I thought it was 1816. What are you talking about, man? How can you doubt which year it is? 1819, 1819. Come on, Doctor, think. Why does that year fill you with dread? And the place, the location... Uh, Hurley, what month is it? It's August. August the 15th, 1819. Then I brought my friends into the midst of a disaster. What are you talking about, It's August the 15th, 1819. We're in Manchester. So? I've let my friends wander free in the city. Miss Nissa's back at the hall. Miss Teagan is with my son. No harm can come to either of them, You don't understand, Hurley. We're on the eve of the darkest day in this city's history. No one is safe here. No one. (laughs) 
What are you talking it's about, It's August man? the 15th, 1819. We're in Manchester. So? I've let my friends wander free in the city. Miss Niss is back at the home. Miss Teagan is with my son. No harm can come to either of them, You don't doctor. understand, Hurley. We're on the eve of the darkest day in this city's history. No one is safe here. No one. I'd been in some grim places before, but this is terrible. These are the slums. It's what they're like the world over. We're completely lost, aren't we? I wanted to see that that boy was all right. They're like rabbits in a warren. They vanish into holes and scurry away. They're not animals, William. I wasn't meaning to suggest... That's your attitude, isn't it? You and your dad and your type. The people who live in conditions like this, they're just subhuman to you. I don't know what you mean. You can't see it, can you? Look at how they have to live, William. Just look at it. Some of them pull themselves up by the bootstraps and do well for themselves. Easy for you to say, given how you and your family live. Compared to this... My father came from a poor background, and he did well for himself. So? What does that prove? Confounded woman! Are you always this argumentative? Yes! Look, the point is, if my father can rise to the top, then anyone can. No, they can't! And anyway, does that justify people living like this? I don't know. I just know. I don't like the looks we're getting here. They're watching us from every corner. I know. All I wanted was to see that boy, to see his people and his parents, to tell them he'll be all right. And for you to say sorry. Well, we've lost them. And we were foolish enough to wander into the hearts of the stews. We're vulnerable here. Maybe you're right. But I'm glad we came. Now I've seen how people live here. What life is really like. Yes, well done. You spent five minutes looking and being appalled. What? Your compassion is misplaced, Tegan. These people won't thank you for taking pity on them. Look here, you jumped up. Look, should we go somewhere more convivial? My barracks in Mount Street aren't far. Your barracks? You never said you were a soldier. You don't know anything about me. And yet you saw fit to judge. Father? Are you here? Is this where you live, Cathy? If I had my own way, I'd have moved out years ago. I don't want to spend my whole life in Cheadle Hume. Peter! He left you here alone. He's beautiful, Peter. Meet Lisa. Hello, Peter. Hold him if you like. Oh, I'm not very good with babies. Rubbish. You're a natural. He's your brother, you say. You must have lost your mother quite recently. It was horrible. A horrible illness. Dad will never recover from a loss. I can see it all over his face. What was Mrs Hurley getting upset about back at the hall? She's doing lally. Well, we don't want to see her anyway, do we, Peter? You can do without that mad old woman in your life. The Hurleys don't have anything that we need. Their financial assistance would be useful, though. And what about your job? I'll find something else. I can do anything. You're very confident. We have to be, don't we? Otherwise, it's easy to go under and give up hope. I suppose I was given everything. What was it Mr Hurley said about his son, William? He was given everything on a plate. I suppose I'm that privileged too. Well, in your case, it hasn't spoiled your character and made you weak and foolish like him. Don't you like William? 
I did. Once. We grew up together. Mum worked in the kitchens at the hall. She took me to work and I saw Will every day. He used to play out in the grounds. He used to make me laugh. And now, he's the enemy. He's one of the enemy. Come on, Nissa, you can help me. I've a lot to do before tomorrow. There's banners to make and placards to paint. Banners for your famous march? It'll be like nothing this city has ever seen before. Thousands of people are going to gather in St Peter's Square, in the centre of Manchester, and I'm going to speak. I've been asked to give a speech. I can hardly believe it. Oh, Nissa, will you come with us? It'll be grand. Well, I'm not sure that... Oh, but you must. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You have to come along. Soldier, are you, William? You never said anything about all of this. I've got hidden depths, eh? There's more to me than meets the eye. I'm a captain. But how? You work in your father's factory, don't you? You don't understand much, do you? How do you think the city has protected her? How do you think honest, law-abiding citizens get to go about their business in peace? The police? The doctor's magic box said something about police on the front. I suppose you're from London or Glasgow or somewhere. No, we don't have that here. You've got your own private militia. Exactly. Paid for by the great and the good. By the likes of my father. By the fathers of the city, in fact, who all know how best this place should be run. That can't be right. Why not? Come and see the horses, they're magnificent. So, what do you do? Just dress up in your finery and trot around on your horses? How can you hope to keep the peace and defend people? We carry swords. Ceremonial swords, really. But we train with them. And in a fight, I'm sure we could acquit ourselves pretty well. I don't know about all this, William. It seems like rich boys dressing up and playing at justice. Does it now? I keep spouting off, don't I? You do a bit, Miss Teagan. I'm just trying to understand how things work here. Wait here with the horses. The diamond one is Jack. He's mine. Stay with Jack while I go and report to my commanding officer. I need to find out what my orders are for tomorrow. Tomorrow? It's going to be a big day for us. Here we are again, Doctor. Home sweet home. Oh, hadn't you best introduce me to your guests? Ah, there you are, my dear. You're out of bed. I suppose you prefer me to languish forever in my room. But your nerves, my dear. My nerves are shattered. Mrs Hurley, I'm the doctor, one of the visitors who arrived so unexpectedly last night. Oh, yes, indeed. I haven't yet recovered from all that brouhaha. My dear, the doctor's arrival is fortuitous. He's a brilliant man and is developing some wonderful ideas about improving productivity at the mill. Oh, you and that mill and your stupid business rivals, all of you competing and dashing around and... Oh, if I didn't compete, my dear, we wouldn't have the lives we have and this house and all the luxuries you enjoy. Enjoy? Enjoy? I don't enjoy anything anymore. Uh, and, uh, Doctor, I met one of your friends. Nissa, was it? Funny name. Yes, indeed. Is she here? The Doctor is concerned for the whereabouts of his companions. They do tend to drift off when I'm not paying attention, and it is rather imperative that I get them together. She's gone now. Gone? Gone Gone where? I presume she went after that maid. Once I dismissed her, that Cathy Roberts. 
You dismiss Cathy? Well, you know that girl can forget herself. Well, enough is enough. I will not be spoken to so insolently in my own But home. of all the stuff, you're fondest of Cathy. And surely she needs every penny too with that child and all. I'll have to go after them. Surely there's no hurry, Doctor. I, I can send one of my men to fetch her if you like. I, I'd rather you stayed and talked to me about your ideas. I think I'd rather go myself. Where does Cathy live? But what I understood was that in this day and age, in this country, women weren't listened to with the same respect as men. That's true enough. Isn't it the same where you come from? It's so long ago since I was home, I can hardly remember what it was like. But it wasn't like this. Things are changing here. I'm going to stand up in front of that crowd tomorrow, and I'm going to talk about things just the same as any of those men. About injustice and poverty and everything. Won't you be nervous? I can't afford to be nervous about it. Someone's got to tell them, haven't they? Someone's got to stand up and tell the truth. How many people are going? They say there'll be thousands pouring into Manchester tomorrow. From Oldham, Preston, all over Lancashire. From all over the county, north and south, and probably from further afield as well. I don't care what my father says. I'm going, and so is Peter. You're very brave. It'll be a piece of history. People will remember this. They're starving, Nissa, And they're bullied and pushed around by those few who've got a bit of money behind them. It's not right. I... I think I will come with you. To the march, if that's all right. That's wonderful. I knew you would. You already feel like a good friend, Nissa. Plus, you can help with the baby. Have you written your speech? Everything I need to say, it's already in my head. I know what's important. When I get up on a platform, it's funny, but I always know just what to say. It comes easy to me. And folk listen too. They always listen. Tegan will want to hear you. The doctor will too, I'm sure. Then you should tell them. Like I say, Nissa, I reckon tomorrow's going to be a day no one's ever going to forget. I can't let my father stop me. We need to leave now, before he gets home from work. Help me with the baby's things. You! What are you doing here? We don't allow females in here. I'm waiting for my friend, Captain William Hurley. I doubt Lieutenant Hurley would have left a strange female unaccompanied in the barracks. Cheeky devil. He told me he was a captain. Anyway, he's with his superior officer or something getting his orders for tomorrow. Ma'am, I'm afraid I don't believe you. Well, there's nothing I can do about that. He told me to wait here with the horses and... Hey! Get your hands off me! I'm afraid I'm going to have to remove you from the barracks. Get off! What kind of accent is that? You're a saboteur, aren't you? You're crazy! Let me go! You've been caught skulking around in the stables. Who knows? You might have been harming the horses. Why would I do any such thing? Trying to hamstring the horses, eh? Yes. We were warned about this. I love horses. I grew up with them. I wouldn't do anything of the sort. You radicals wouldn't stop at anything. Luckily, I'm within my powers to put you away. What? Where? It might teach you a lesson. What the devil's going on? Tegan, what have you done? What have I done? Captain, or should I say Lieutenant? 
Tell this idiot to get his hands off me. That idiot is a captain in the cavalry. I caught this woman skulking round the stables, Lieutenant. Obviously up to no good. I wasn't skulking. I was waiting for Lieutenant Hurley. She had the effrontery to suggest that she was here as your guest. Well... As a matter of fact... I'm not sure what would be thought of your bringing strangely attired, roughly spoken females into the barracks. Roughly spoken? You haven't heard the half of it. I'm locking her up overnight. We can't take the chance. What? William, tell him! Whoever she is, she's not the sort of woman you ought to be fraternising with, Lieutenant. Whatever would your father say? Tegan, I'm sorry, but... Come on, you! <laughs> What is it you want? Who are you? Are you Cathy's father, Mr. Roberts? Mm, might be. I'm here looking for my friend Nyssa. She was last seen with your daughter. Yeah, there's no one here now. You can see for yourself. But they were here. I know you. I saw you up at the factory on Oxford Road. You were there with the bosses. That's right, I'm the doctor. It was you saved the boy. You risked your life. Oh, it wasn't as dramatic as all that. The way I heard it, it was. Step inside for a moment, if you must. Thank you. Hurley's factory is not a very safe place. I'm going to do what I can to get him to improve conditions. Oh, that'll do no good. Hey, listen to your ideas, but if any of them cost money, you can forget it. He's all about the profits. They all are. They don't care for the likes of us. Well, he seems to want to hear my ideas. And for all his bluster, I think he was genuinely concerned about the injured boy. Oh, was he really? Enough to not dock his wages? I don't know. Would Hurley do such a thing? <laughs> like he wouldn't. <laughs> but it's the way of the world. We can't all be bosses and owners and doctors. I suppose not. Look, this is very important. Do you know where your daughter might have gone and Nyssa? I don't know anything about your Nyssa. But I know what Cathy's done, against my express wishes. And she's taken the baby as well. Where? Where's she gone? There's an encampment down on Green... And they're getting ready for tomorrow, like any of it could ever make a difference. Isn't it wonderful, Nessa? Is this everyone in the village? Oh, many more than that. People are gathering here from all over as planned. Cheadle's a tiny place, but there's room for everyone to pitch the tents. Yes, it's like a fairground. Funny when everyone's gathered to complain. Uh, not that they don't have a lot to complain about. We'll draw enough attention to ourselves, peacefully mind, that they can't ignore us anymore. The doctor always thinks he can change the world too. Too many people just give in. They think nothing they do will ever count. The doctor's taught me that we always need to try to make things better. This little one will grow up knowing that it's possible. I'll teach him that, if nothing else. Will he be warm enough, though, if we stay out overnight? It's a warm night. They'll be up for hours, singing and chanting. I want to meet everyone. I want to stay up all night. Perhaps and you should have left your brother at home. No, he stays with me. Oh, I'm sorry. No. No, I'm sorry, Nissa. You've been so nice to us. I shouldn't have been so sharp. Come on, I'll introduce you to my local group and the committee. Who? They're the ones who put me forward to speak. Radicals, my dad would call them.
William, have you seen this? Hey, boy. I've only just returned from town. What are you doing out in the country lanes? Are you going to join this silly jamboree? Nissa is among the crowd somewhere, but I'm not having much luck finding her. It's essential I do, you see, because... Is she I... joining the march tomorrow? I'm very much afraid she might be. So does this mean that you know what this lot have planned for tomorrow, sir? I'm sorry, who's this? Ah, allow me to introduce my travelling companion. Mr Thomas Tyler, an old school friend of mine. Thomas, this is the doctor. A friend of the family, you might say. Pleased to meet you, sir. Thomas has come up from London, especially for the march. Not taking part? I'm a newspaper man, sir. I like to call myself an investigative reporter. Can you credit it? A London news sheet sending a fellow all the way here to witness the proceedings with his own eyes. It's my job to get a true picture of what occurs. Yes, I know what an investigative reporter does. It's a new thing. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, perfect for me. I like to be in the thick of things. I'm sure. Uh, William, where's Tegan? Uh, that's something I should have told you about straight away. What? Climb aboard and I'll explain on the way back to the hall. They'll be ringing the gong, and I know Thomas will be ravenous. Absolutely. Climb aboard, Doctor. Excuse me. Thank you. Carry on, cabby. William, you went with Tegan. What happened? Tegan and I became completely lost in the slums, and... Well, we had a bit of an argument about the poor, and then... Then what? Who is this Tegan, eh? Not some floozy you've collected, Will. After she'd done fighting with me, she picked a fight with a cavalry officer. Oh, no. Made herself sound like a saboteur, a radical. Where is she now? Well, they locked her up in the barracks overnight. She's a prisoner? And you left her behind? They put her in custody overnight. Teach her a lesson, that's all. Yeah, best thing for her. Can't have women running about being insubordinate. Why didn't you tell me this straight away? I'm telling you now. She wasn't at all happy. But she won't come to any harm, I promise you. I don't think you realise how serious this is. Tegan will be safe in the barracks, Doctor. It's in the grounds of the Magistrate's house, probably the safest place in the city. I want to get her out, right now. We can't do that tonight, Doctor. It's too late. Tomorrow will be soon enough. She's safe, believe me. You'd better be right. You worry too much. Driver! Hurley Hall! Make haste! Is it morning already? I'm so tired. That's what we get staying up half the night, talking. Everyone's gathering already. Don't they look splendid in their Sunday best? And the banners and everything, it, it's so impressive. The important thing is that it's peaceful. When they've had mass protests before, the authorities have tried to say they were full of troublemakers. We don't want to give them the excuse of thinking that. No one would bring their children if they wanted to cause trouble, I suppose. I wouldn't bring Peter along if I thought that they'd be bother. Look, they're on the move already. Come on, let's join the line. How far is it from here? With a few miles to go, all through the suburbs, up Oxford Road. We should be in the city by midday. I just wish I'd managed to get a message to the Doctor and Tegan. Oh, I'm sure they'll be there. Everyone's attention will be on St. Peter's Field today. Morning, Doctor. Big day today. A hearty breakfast, what we all need, wouldn't you say? William, Nissa's room is empty. She didn't come home last night. I'm sure she'll be all right, with Cathy looking after her. William, I need to get into the city as soon as possible, before the march gets there, if I can. Hold your horses, Doctor. My friends are very probably going to be caught up in the events of the day. The protesters claim it's going to be a peaceful day, a friendly demonstration. Why so worried? This day is going to go badly wrong. There's going to be a disaster. What? 
How could you know that? There's going to be mayhem and death on a grand, unthinkable scale. Now you must get me into the city, gentlemen, at once. We're going there straight after breakfast. We have our allotted roles in the day's proceedings. My father's there already. He sets off for the barracks first thing. The barracks? You said Tegan would be safe in the barracks. Has he gone to get her out? I shouldn't think so. He's gone there to report for duty. For duty? But surely you knew. My father and I are part of the yeomanry. You're both soldiers. In our spare time, yes. It is a noble calling. The city of Manchester is safe in the yeomanry's hands. Not today, it's not. We'll be there to keep everyone safe. But you won't. Not today. You need to explain yourself better, sir. I'll explain on the way into town. William, we have to get my friends out of there. The yeomanry arrested me on Market Street last year sometime dragged me off for distributing what they called filthy propaganda to the hoi polloi. But what was it to make them react like that? It was for women. Advice. Just medical facts about avoiding unwanted pregnancy. Basic things that every woman needs to know about. But we aren't allowed to talk about things like that. Why ever not? They put me in their stinking jail. They were going to leave me there. But Mr Hurley spoke up for me. He's one of them, you see. The yeomanry. He and William both. They loved dressing up and all. But on that occasion, he did speak up for me. So Peter wouldn't go without his... his sister. I think I've guessed your secret, Cathy. I don't know what you mean. Come on, we're lagging behind. Peter's not your brother. He's yours. Hush, yes sir. I'm not supposed to say. It's obvious by the way he looks at you. And you at him. Please, Nissa. I have to keep my secret or I could lose him. They could even take him away from me. Doctor! I'm here in the cell! Thank goodness you're here. They left me locked up in here all night. Yes, I heard you got into a fracas off the cavalry. Shall I let you out? You've got keys? William had keys. It turns out he's a soldier, him and his father. Yes, he said. It's important. They're up to the necks in all this. There, that's the one. Out you come. Up to the necks and what? They're just playing at soldiers. It's more than just playing. It'll lead to disaster. How do you know? The TARDIS got the dates wrong. It isn't 1816. It's three years later. So? Look, can we get out of this prison? It's driving me mad. Nissa's out there somewhere in the gathering crowds. I've not been able to find her. Doctor, something's wrong. Look, the men are sharpening their sabres. Those are supposed to be ornamental. They're preparing for battle. Against whom? What do you mean about the date exactly? I'm an idiot. Even with the TARDIS playing up, I should have seen the signs. What signs? It's the 16th of August, 1819. It's the day of the Peterloo Massacre. This city is about to go to war against its own people.
look! The men are sharpening their sabers. Those are supposed to be ornamental. They're preparing for battle. Against whom? What do you mean about the date exactly? I'm an idiot. Even with the TARDIS playing up, I should have seen the signs. What signs? It's the 16th of August, 1819. It's the day of the Peterloo Massacre. This city is about to go to war against its own people. Father, what are you doing here? Ah, oh, there you are, my boy. Have you been drinking? Before midday? Don't count yourself, William. We always start off at the tavern. The lad's looking a bit jumpy there, Hurley. Wet behind the ears. Hasn't even broken his boots in. Father, I must talk with you. It's about the doctor. You'll need to get a drink down, your boy. Steady your nerves. Quarter for my lad, landlord. I'm not drinking with you. We've got to get out there. Still, he's keen to see action. Reminds me how I was. And we all were. At Waterloo. I'll see you both on the field. We, the Yeomanry of Manchester, are honoured to have your infantry by our side today, Walton. Hey! Father, the doctor says that today will go badly. That there will be disaster. Rubbish. All will be well. We're having the riot attack read, as is proper. If the protesters pay no heed, oh, they'll have no one to blame but themselves. Blame for what, Father? A toast, everyone, to upholding the peace. There? 80,000 or so. The records don't agree exactly, but far more than the city fathers were expecting. So, what goes wrong? Almost everything. We don't want to be caught at the heart of it. Uh, this way, I think. Where are you going? The barracks belong to a private militia run by the city magistrates. They're the ones who control what happens today. So? There'll be a good vantage point from the magistrates' buildings. We'll have a better chance of spotting Nyssa from here rather than at ground level. Can't we just stop it happening? You know we can't, Tegan, but we can ameliorate things a little, perhaps. Come on. This is where the magistrates are. Wait. There's someone coming. Hello. Hello there. Is this the place? That depends, sir. I'm the Reverend Mr. Small. There's some little task the magistrates need a man of my experience to carry out. Well, lead the way, sir. I was rather flattered to be asked. The most important man in the town asking me. Mind your step there. Oh, thank you, my dear. Of course, it was quite a struggle coming through the crowds. What a terrible lot they are. They're protesting, that's all. They need a lesson in how to behave themselves. Good job I'm here. Oh, no. This is how it begins. Why? What's he going to do? <clears throat> I'm going to read the crowd the riot act. Of course. Uh, he's so good, he's hardly made any noise at all. Oh, he's used to noise. To my father coming in at all hours and crashing about. How are you feeling now, Cappy? Excited. Scared. Oh, it's even better than I thought. All those faces. There are so many of us. What are they chanting? I can't make it out. Does it matter? How can they not listen to such a hullabaloo? Who? The rich ones. They have to pay heed to our pleas. I just hope they won't feel threatened by all this. But how could they, Nessa? It's just... wonderful. That view! Doctor, look! 
Look at them all. I can't see Nissa. The terrible rabble. Stand back from the window, sir, madam. My duties today are vital for protecting the liberty, order, and property of the citizens of Manchester. Doctor, what did the Reverend mean about reading the riot act? It's a warning to the crowd. By law, if he reads out a warning to desist and they ignore him, then the meeting can be declared unlawful. And if it's unlawful, they can send the troops in. It's the linchpin of this whole disaster. But where are your witnesses, Reverend Small? Where are the magistrates? Probably hiding from the rabble. They'll be doing good works elsewhere. You two will be my witnesses as I perform my solemn act. Come off it! Who's going to hear you reading from here? I shall now say my piece. <coughs> Our sovereign lord the king commands all persons assembled to disperse themselves peaceably to their habitations. reading them the riot act. But no one can hear. Pity that, ain't it? But that's not fair. What's fair got to do with it? We'll show them. Oh, I want no part of this. You're already part of it, boy. On the side of the city fathers. Upon the pains contained in the act made in the first year of King George I for preventing tumults and riotous assemblies, God save the king. You realise no one heard you? I doubt anyone even noticed you. Tegan, we should go. We must find Nyssa. I have done my duty. Now, may God have mercy upon their clamorous, unhappy souls. Hey, watch out! Give Peter back to me, Nyssa. There, there, baby. All will be well. It's becoming much more rowdy. I don't like this. Everyone's excited. Look at the Dean's Gate end. Can you see the crowd parting? Maybe it wasn't such a good idea bringing Peter. Oh, it's a peaceful day. Everyone's in the Sunday best. There'll be no trouble. I've got to get to the Hustings. They're expecting me on the platform. Which way? We're aiming for the big building. With the pillars, see? The free trade hall. But we'll never get there through the crash. Oh, I can't let them down. I said I'd give my speech. Crowds are even thicker now. There's William. William! Over here! Tegan! So you're out? Well, don't sound so disappointed. You might be safer in the cells than out here. William, where's your father? They're leading the advance on the crowd. Doctor, things aren't as they should be. I never knew they were doing all of this, I swear. All of what? I've just been checking the streets. All the approaches to St. Peter's Fields, Portland Street, Lower Mosley Street, they've sealed them off. But that's madness. They've got special constables out, and all the cavalry. Well, I hope you're satisfied, yeoman Hurley. I might look the part, but I'm not part of this, Tegan. I've told my father that too. It's wickedness, that's what it is. You said it. There's more. They're setting up field guns on Mosley Street. What? As if this were a battlefield. As if we were at Waterloo. Captain Halley, you witnessed the reading of the Riot Act? I did, sir. And the crowd paid no heed whatsoever for assisting in this insurrection. Good. 
and I shall address the cavalry. Mr. Hurley, sir. Thomas Tyler, remember, the newspaper man. Stand back, Tyler. You're alarming my horse. Stand down, sir. Keep out of this. I am only here to observe, as you well know. On my mark, men. We will proceed through the crowd undeterred. We will march on the free trade hall in order to arrest the speech makers and rabble rousers before they can even begin to deliver their vile oration. What's that, sir? You, you can't ride horses through the crowd. Hold your tongue, man. What would you know? There are too many people. They're too tightly packed. Present! Ha! Use the flat of your blades only. Our mission is to send them scuttling back to their sewer. But you've sealed off the whole of St. Peter's Fields. The, the crowd has nowhere to disperse to. Silence, sir. Or you'll be the first to feel the flat of my blade. You'll mark these words, Thomas Tyler. Look at these men, Hurley. They've been drinking. They're in no fit state. Sniffed it to stiffen the sinews, that's all. And the horses are agitated. None of you is fit to proceed. Make formation! Out of the way, Scribbler. Hurley! Hurley! Unsheep your blades! On my word! God save the king! It's hopeless, Cathy. We can't push through. But they asked me to talk. I know I'm a public speaker of the first order, but even I am That's Mr. Hunt, I think. They say his voice carries clear across fields. He's famous for it. Well, I can't make out a word he's saying. What's he talking about? The rights of ordinary people. So we can vote for who rules over us. So we can afford even simple things like bread. Hush, Peter. Hush. Oh, I'm so stupid, Nissa. What was I doing bringing him here? Let me take him for a while. No, he's mine. I just mean to give you a moment's rest. All his life they've tried to take him off me. He's not even a year old. He's never been properly mine. Hey, wait, something's happening. What's happening? What's going on? What's that? Something's happening in the crowd. Clear the way! Clear the way, I say! They've given us no option. They simply will not stand aside. Your orders, sir. We must bring this rabble to order. On my signal! Against what? Ordinary men, women and children waving banners. Against anarchists trying to cause trouble. 
I've just come from the podium. The radicals are being dragged from the hostage. So much for free speech. How does that make you feel, Thomas Tyler, as an investigative reporter? I... While you think all that, I need to find my friends. I don't give much for your chances of finding anyone in this... This, um... Carnage! That's what this is! Tyler, help me! Hurley, sir. Captain Hurley, get out from in front of my horse, you fool. I'm Robert, remember? I work for you, in your factory. Kathy's father. Kathy, who serves in your house, at Hurley Hall. What are you doing here? I pay you good wages, and this is how you repay me. I would never be here on my own accord, sir. It's just Kathy. My Kathy came here. Then you should have forbidden her. Can't you control your daughter? I tried, sir. I told her. Then I suggest you find her and get her away from me. You don't understand, Mr... Uh, Captain Hurley, sir. She has the child with her. She took the baby with her and brought him here. What? You let her bring a child into this? What's going on here? What are you doing, Hurley? This man is from my factory. Is he being a nuisance? Please, sir. Roberts, I command you to find your daughter and return home with both her and the baby immediately. She said it was to be a peaceful march. What has happened here? I'll tell you what's happened here, you stinking peasant. Insubordination, revolution, wholesale destruction of private property. They'll see this city razed to the ground. They'll see it all turned into slums. That's how they want it. Because that's all they know. Go home, Roberts. Find the children and take them home. Again, I could have sworn. Tegan, it's futile. Come on, boy. Ah! You're not turning round. There's nothing we can do here, but we can still help. How? By letting people out. The exits on Mount Street and, and Deansgate. Come on. Yeah. It's going to be a while before this clears, Thomas Tyler. I couldn't leave St. Peter's Fields now, even if I wanted to. Firing field guns. It's monstrous. Well, they wouldn't without good reason. Surely they would. What reason could they give for firing on civilians? This isn't Waterloo. No. No, it isn't. Do you know the Hurley family? Did you know they were in the yeomanry? Well, of course. And that by being with them, you'd have a ringside seat at what was being planned. Planned? What do you mean, planned? I believe Hurley Senior knew exactly what was going to happen. Yes, I'd say it was planned. But who would plan misery and death on a scale like this? They're letting the crowd through now. Thanks for talking to them, William. At the soldiers, I mean. It was my only option. We might stand a better chance of seeing your friends now. What's that big building with the columns? The Free Trade Hall. They're still fighting over there. 
There's been no fighting. Just one lot on horseback with swords attacking defenceless people on the ground. It's like a vision of hell. Kathy, we have to keep moving. If anything happens to me, Lisa, please take Peter. Of course. But don't leave him with my father. Promise me. We'll get out of here safely. I'm sure we will. Come on. I think there's a break in the crowd. Give them no quarter. They've asked for this. No! They're doing it again! Charging straight at them! Tegan, we have to keep back! Wait. There! Just down from the hall! In the red! It's Nissa! William, that's Nissa! 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 Get down! Get away from there! William, the doctor knows what he's doing. Uh, doctor, have you gone mad? Tyler, you're here too. Lord alone knows, madness would easily be caused by such sights, but the world will know what has happened here today. No time for that now, William, the sword. What are you going to do? Wait here, all of you. Doctor, you can't go in there. I can't just stand here. I'm going after him. Uh, no, miss, it's no place for you. Get off me. You heard the doctor. They have to wait. trampled you. We need to get you to someone who can help. I don't... I, I don't recall. I daren't move you. Peter. Where's Peter? Where's he gone? He fell from your arms. I have him, Kathy. I'm... Give me my son. He's so quiet. I'm sorry. Oh, he's such a good boy. Even in all this noise. That's all of them. That's the lot. Our job is done. Their pathetic rebellion is over. It's a job well done. They must regroup on Mount Street. Leave the carcasses and the wounded. Oh, they have nothing to do with us. Yes. A job well done. You! What? What's that? Mr. Hurley! Are you addressing me, young woman? You did this! You and all your men did this! How dare you address me so? I shall have you arrested! Nissa, thank goodness, are you hurt? No, but... Of course, you're the doctor's friend. Doctor! What are you doing armed? Where'd you get that weapon? Mr. Hurley, Captain Hurley, I'm asking you very politely to dismount, to put down your sword. What? Surrender? You fool, the battle here is over. We are victorious. You call this victory? Are you threatening me, sir? He isn't, but I might. Yes, sir. You did this, Hurley. 
It was your horse that charged us. It was you who rode over us. It was you who crushed Cathy underfoot. Cathy? From Holy Hall? No. I, I would have seen, surely. I would have seen. Get down from your horse. Put down your sword. You trampled Cathy. And you have killed her son. What? I couldn't have. It's impossible. Eh? The child is dead. And you, Mr. Hurley, are to blame. <laughs> Surely, I would have seen. Get down from your horse. Put down your sword. You trampled Cathy, and you have killed her son. What? I couldn't have. It's impossible. Eh? The, the child is dead, and you, Mr. Hurley, are to blame. The child is dead? Miss, is Cathy fit to be moved? I'm not sure. I think so. And then we'll have to hope. Get down from there, Hurley. What? We need your horse. Your horseman! Yes, of course. Miss, you're all right. Tegan. No, I am not all right. Why? What's the matter? What's going on? Tegan, I told you to stay. But leave her to it. The Hellcat bit me. William, good. I take it there's some kind of infirmary in the vicinity. What? The sisters, you mean? Probably. Do you know the way? Uh, yes. Your uniform will take you to the front of the queue. Take your father's horse. Why? Is someone injured? Kathy. The maid? Where is she? Is she hurt? Come with me, Tegan. William, bring the horse around. I shall. Yes. Father. What will you do? You go, boy. Father? Just go. What about all these others, Doctor? The dozens of injured lying all around? Fifteen fatalities. Six hundred and fifty-four casualties. How can you possibly know the number? The official record will differ. Of course, historians will debate it for years. What are you talking about? Fifteen fatalities, six hundred and fifty-four casualties. Write that down in your notebook, Thomas Tyler. Ignore him, Tyler. These numbers are just wild speculation. Look around you, man! You know, Hurley, I never share my knowledge of the future. On this occasion, I wish I had, because had I realized that you belonged to this private militia, I'd have done everything in my power to stop you. You caused this horror, you and your kind! Oh, I've had my fill of you. Don't just walk away, Hurley! Help me with the wounded, at least! Let him go, Doctor. Doctor. What? Might these abandoned banners be made into a stretcher, do you, do you suppose, for the injured? Yes. Thomas Tyler, I believe they might. Then let us get to it. We have heard what went on today in St. Peter's Field. A truly terrible thing. We've seen so many injuries today, sister, and yet... Where is everyone? This infirmary of yours should be overflowing. We would not wish to turn anyone away from our infirmary, of course. Ladies, come away. We must leave the sisters to care for Cathy. 
For Miss Roberts. But I don't understand. Why haven't more wounded been brought here? Because they can't pay. Don't you get it, Nyssa? It might as well be the Dark Ages. The Hurley family will, of course, be settling Miss Roberts' account. Of course, sir. That's the least you can do, considering what your father did. I still can't believe... It must have been an accident, Tegan. A terrible accident. It was no accident. He was up there on that horse, slashing that sword about. From what I gather, it was the radicals at fault coming into our city to foment unrest among the peasantry. Well, you hear wrong, sister. We saw the whole thing, and for what it's worth, let me Tegan, tell you... Tegan, Tegan, there's been enough conflict today. Indeed. As I said, let us come away. Come off it, William. We were right there. We saw who was to blame, and it wasn't the people in rags. It was the men in those colours you're wearing, charging them down. Believe me, Tegan. I could not be more sorry for everything that has happened today. I must depart. Tegan didn't mean you, William. Did you, Tegan? She knows you had no part in it. Me and my big mouth. Of course I didn't mean you. Nonetheless, I'm going back to the field to see what else I can do to help. Good day, sister. You're a good man, William. May we see Cathy yet, sister? No, not yet. She's still being dealt with. Now, I must be off about my duties. You do that, sister. They wouldn't come here, of course, the peasantry. Even if men like Mr. Hurley were to offer to pay for every last one. Why do you say that? Because... Because we will take their names that will implicate them in today's troubles. They may be poor, but they're not stupid. Well, why would you betray them like that? We are all dependent upon the great and the good and the wealthy. Incredible. Tegan. I heard you. No more conflict. Yes, you're right. It's not that. It's William. He seems different. Yeah, well... I guess he's had the stuffing knocked out of him. We all have. Kathy told me that she and William have been friends since childhood. That they were close. No wonder he's... Hang about? Are you saying... I have a suspicion that the child was his. Suddenly it's like a wasteland, Doctor. All the injured are gone. All the dead dragged away. It has the eerie quiet of a battlefield. I think the Lord it's all over. Indeed. There's a carriage at six from Piccadilly. I need to be on it if I want to be back in London tomorrow. You're leaving, Mr. Tyler. I must first collect my luggage from Hurley Hall, then I have a job to do. Your report, of course. Tempest Fugit. And so must you. I will tell the truth as best I can, in as much as I'm allowed. What does that mean? You will read my account in the paper, but it may be that I'm obliged to compromise. Compromise, I see. You must understand, Doctor, society, the establishment, they will take a particular view of everything that has occurred here today. And so you're going to lie? No, sir. I shall describe exactly how the yeomanry rode out in order to quell a riotous assembly. It only became riotous after they rode out, Mr. Tyler. I beg you not to compromise your account. The people of Manchester were innocent. As I said, Doctor, in as much as I'm able... Well, I look forward to reading it. Goodbye, Thomas Tyler. Goodbye, Doctor. A 
Master William, is it you? Mr. Roberts, you're looking for Cathy? They said she was here, at the infirmary, that she were in some bother. I've seen her. She's come to some serious injury. Broken ribs, a broken arm. But the sisters believe she will recover. Roberts, forgive me, but... Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord she's alive. And the baby. The sisters are looking after him too. You must talk to the sisters, Roberts. Never fear. I have seen that the account is settled. I... I cannot stay here. Where are you going? I had meant to return to the field, but I've now heard it is all but tempted. I, I must go back to Hurley Hall to see my father. He wasn't wounded too. I've settled one account. I believe I must settle another. I don't understand. I'm sorry. So sorry. Are you still here? Our work is better done unhindered. Please, sister, we just want to see her. She is sleeping. And she's not to be disturbed. Then we'll wait. I should advise against it. The yeomanry will be here before very long, looking for the ringleaders of today's riot. The agitators. Radicals from out of town. Oh, it's like that, is it? Cathy's got no one but us. Please, sister, we just want to see her, and then we'll be gone. Hello? Uh, hello? I'm looking for my daughter, Catherine Roberts. Well, Miss Roberts has someone else now. Mr. Roberts, yes. She's sleeping. I met Master Hurley on the way, and he told me she was here. He seemed very strange. Mr. Roberts, there's something you should know. He said he had settled one account, and now he had to settle another. Who are you people? Friends of Cathy's. Friends, are you? Her new friends that have led her into this. So we have to go. I have to explain. Come with me, sir. I shall explain what's happened. These people are just leaving. Thank you, sister. We can't just leave, Tegan. Nissa, we have to. Didn't you hear what he told us about what William said? What about it? That he had another account to settle? Yes, but what? With his father, perhaps? Oh, no. He wouldn't. Come on! Captain Hurley. There you are, back at the barracks at last. Good man. Am I that, Captain Walter? <laughs> of course. One of the heroes of the hour. Look how we routed them. A mere 40 of us arranged against... Oh, how many thousands? Fifteen fatalities. Six hundred and fifty-four casualties. The doctor says. <laughs> Nonsense. Who's this doctor? What was it for? Hmm? What was all that in aid of? Protecting our wealth and our safety, man. Remember what happened on the continent. Can't let our own beloved land fall into the hands of radicals and revolutionaries. Was that revolution? A march for loaves and votes? Manchester has sent out a clear message to the country at large. We will not be bullied by the hoi polloi. Now come, we're repairing to the Star Tavern to celebrate our success. No, I'm going home. I've nothing to celebrate. Why, that's not playing the game, Hurley. Your absence will be noted. Fifteen fatalities, sir. Six hundred and fifty-four casualties. Oh, come now, Hurley. A few minor injuries, a few harsh lessons learned. Hurley, you can't go. I'm going home, sir. I'm going home right now. Ah, 
Nissa, Deacon. I was on my way to find you. How's Kathy? Her father is with her. Good. Doctor, have you seen William? William? No. We thought he might pass by here on his way to Hurley Hall. As you see, there's hardly anyone here now. Just smashed banners and signs, trampled hats and bloodstains. Oh, there'll be a very efficient clean-up operation. Thomas Tyler will help whitewash the scene. Who? A journalist, a friend of the Hurleys. He's on his way now to Cheadle Hume. Someone should put him right. I'm afraid the newspapers will tell lies about the massacre of St. Peter's Field for years to come. Well, we're on our way back to Hurley Hall. I'll make him tell the truth, don't you worry. That's no good, Tegan. This is a fixed point in time. You always say we that. We can no more change the aftermath of these events than we could prevent the massacre itself. I'm afraid we should never have come here. If the TARDIS hadn't suffered damage to its systems, if I'd known the precise date, I would never have allowed us to become involved. Yeah, well, we did become involved. I understand how you feel, Tegan. I told Hurley, had I known he was with the Yeomanry, I'd have done everything in my power to stop him, but it was too late by then, of course. But would you, Doctor? Would you have tried to change history? Probably not. No. I was, well, angry. I don't blame you. I think we should get back to Hurley Hall. To the TARDIS, yes. No, Doctor. Not the TARDIS, not yet. We can still prevent something terrible from happening. I beg your pardon. Tyler, it's you! Driving your own carriage, William. There's fortuitous. What? I thought I'd be obliged to take Shanks's pony all the way back to Hurley Hall to collect my luggage. I may ride with you, of course. I, I, good, good. Oh, there's a relief. Oh, there. It's a hurry. I admit, I thought you fellows would still be in the star. That's where your father is, I take it. No. They told me at the barracks that he'd been seen returning home. On? I need to see him. At once. Forgive me, William, but you seem rather strange, distracted. Is it any wonder? The child, of course. What a ghastly day. He had done no wrong. He did not deserve to suffer. It was a mother who took him into the field. Foolish girl. That's the trouble with the poor. They have no notion of consequence. And that is why they must look to their betters to decide what's best for them. That could be my father speaking. Oh, he is a grand man. And I shall tell him as much when we arrive at Hurley Hall. Tegan, wait. Where are we going? We need horses, right? To get to Hurley Hall? So we're going to the barracks. But the soldiers... And this is right. The soldiers will all be at the tavern. And even if they're not, you've got the keys to the stables, remember? Come on! If I'd have died in today's melee, you'd have copped for the whole lot. This house, the mill, the business, everything. You'd have been queen of all you survey. You'd never have had to suffer the sight of my face again. Why are you saying this? What's happened? I am a monster, Elizabeth. I should say you need a drink. I'll fetch Dodson. No, let me sit quietly. I feel sick to my stomach. <gasps> oh, there's mud on your boots. And... Oh, oh, is that blood on your sleeve? Oh, you live 
give it all the cushions. There is blood everywhere, Mrs. Hurley. The streets of Manchester are swimming with it tonight. The civic buildings we have built to display our own magnificence will be stained with blood for a good long time. I shall close my eyes in bed tonight and still be able to see all the blood. I'll still be able to smell it. Oh, well, where is William? Something ghastly's happened, I know it. Not to him, not to us. Our world hasn't changed. Then what, my dear? Cathy Roberts. Cathy Roberts was at St. Peter's Field with that child. Oh, oh, her little brother? It's dead, Elizabeth. The child was killed. Nissa here. I should like to see her. No, but your father is. Please, I just need to talk to her. Very well, but you mustn't stay long. Dad? Kathy, love. Oh, Dad. You're safe now. The sisters will look after you. They're good women. It's Peter, Dad. It's gone. I know, love. I know. You told me. That little mite was too good for this rotten world. Just you think about yourself now. You have to get better. Get strong again. Oh, Dad. What will I do? Shh, now. You should never have got involved. You should never have been out marching today. The likes of us. We have to keep our heads down. Know our place. See what happens when we don't? No. Peter's gone. But there are other Peters. Other children, they deserve better. I know they do. Enough, girl. Enough. We have to go on fighting for all the children. We must. Father? Father? Oh, there's William now. I heard. Oh, why all the noise? Mother, I want to speak with Father. William, I know it's been a terrible day, but nonetheless, manners. And Mrs Hurley? Uh, oh, the reporter. He's all I need. I believe manners may be excused. It has been a trying day indeed. Nonetheless, all back safely. Then that is something to be thankful for, at least. Our family is safe. From what I understand, we must be one of the few families in Manchester who hasn't suffered a casualty of some sort today. Is that so? Uh, perhaps we might all take a drink. No. Mother, there is something I must tell you. Your mother has had enough upset for one day, boy. Mother, there is no way to prettify this or to make it more palatable. I think... What your father means, William, is that we mustn't discuss our feelings and thoughts in company. It isn't polite. Polite? Who cares about polite now? Your mother does. Remember that. I think what your parents are saying, William, is that they don't wish to discuss today's ructions in front of a gentleman of the press. You are correct, sir. You already have your story. I trust you are returning to London this evening in order to meet your deadline. And a sorry tale I shall tell of revolutionaries and peasants and how they had to be put down. And not unjustly, not ferociously, but for their own good. 
for the good of the nation. But that's right, isn't it, William? They became rowdy, unmanageable. Why, they brought the disaster upon themselves by becoming quite carried away. Oh, I know we got carried away. William, dear, sit down beside your father. I should call Dodson to remove that horrid sword. This sabre! Yes! Put that down, boy. cart on the drive. William's already here. Come on! Whose blood is this, Mother? On Father's sword. William, please, let's not dwell. I said put it down, boy. Do you want to tell her, Father? Or you, Tyler? I believe it's time I departed. No? Then it's up to me. Oh, the devil! Don't move, Father! Nor you, Tyler! We all three know what happened today. As do we. Doctor! Tiga! William, lower the sword. Now, give it to me. What? Why? Just give it. Very well. I don't understand. We were worried that someone might get hurt. Neither of my men has come to harm. We are indeed fortunate to come through a day like this quite unscathed. Hardly unscathed. William, have you told her? We needn't play this family drama out in front of Thomas Tyler. My father is right about that. I thought I was good as family to you. I I always was before. But today, you are, what did you call yourself, a reporter. You have a duty to posterity, to history. My thoughts exactly. Uh, Nothing more you can say will influence me, Doctor. I must get my things. Mr Hurley, may I borrow Dodson and the Landau? I must catch the six o'clock or I'll be stuck here in the north. Be my guest, sir. No, wait. Don't turn your back on me, Thomas Tyler. When you're writing your copy, I want you to remember. Remember the noise and the panic. Remember the faces of those who were trampled on or stuck down with swords. Remember how the cavalry behaved today. And that nasty private militia assembled with such vicious intent. Sir! Doctor! I cannot allow you to impugn the honour of my regiment, not in my own house. Forgive me, sir. I was merely expressing my hope that Mr. Tyler will listen to his conscience when he commits his words to posterity later tonight. I'm sorry, Doctor. I must do the right thing. The right thing for who? For the rich? For your paymasters? For the ruling class? We'll never convince him. Not now. I'm a fool for even hoping. You're a strange man, Doctor. You and your companions. Who are you? Mm. What are you? Oh, leave them be, my dear. Let these awful strangers leave. I do not want them in my house a moment longer. It's all right, Mrs. Hurley. We're leaving. Only not just yet. Nessa, please. You're all talking about history and posterity. But not one of you is talking about Cathy. And Peter. Too right. Peter, William. Do you not remember him? I carried his poor cold body to the infirmary. How could I not? But he was more than that to you, wasn't he? More than what? I don't follow you. Cathy told me, William, how you used to play out here in the grounds. How you used to make her laugh. But that was years ago. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, you stupid boy. Don't you hear what she's insinuating? No. What? That the child was yours. Ah! Merciful heavens. No. I couldn't possibly... No. Why would you think that of me? How could you think that of me? That child was not my son's, you foolish girl. 
Do you think my darling boy would stoop so low? It was a progeny of some young radical, I expect. One of those who went round putting ideas in her head. But I took her back. After her stay down south, in my house, despite the talk, I took her back. Remember that. I'm sorry, William. Mr. Hurley, my young friends appear to have leapt to the wrong conclusion. Yes, sir, Tegan. We're leaving. Even so, Cathy still belonged to Hurley Hall, and so did her son. Even if the boy wasn't directly related, he was one of your own. Oh, I've never heard the like. No, Mother. The right. Cathy was one of us, and so was her child. We employed her. We employed all of her family. We were responsible. Weren't we, Father? The boy was one of our own. One of our own? Yes. Yeah, oh. Yes, he was. I'm sorry, Father. But there's the truth. Oh, what have I done? What will we do? Peter's gone. But there are other Peters. Other children. They deserve better. I know they do. Isn't that so, Tegan? Oh, they've gone. All of them, just now. While you were... Distracted. What? Just gone. What you have to remember is that as time travellers, sometimes we witness terrible things, things we never should. And you're saying that these are fixed points that we shouldn't even visit? Perhaps I shouldn't have put it that way. Yes, there are certain events that must proceed unimpeded. What I meant is, there will be consequences of today, positive as well as negative. I can't see a bright side. Today's outrage marks a major turning point in the history of the working class. I say that as a posho, of course, but nonetheless, women like Cathy will be inspired to speak out, to push for reform. It's the beginning of the campaign for universal suffrage. That's something, I suppose. Percy Shelley will write a poem about it. Oh, great. A poem? Words last longer than people do, Tegan, even Time Lords. The words are the means by which any of it's remembered. Rise like lions after slumber in unvanquishable number. Shake your chains to earth like dew which in sleep had fallen on you. Ye are many, they are few. Here we are. Yes, she seems to have repaired herself nicely. The child, though, Peter. It's hard to consign everything to history and say, this is how it goes. I'm sorry, Nessa. So am I. Give her time, Doctor. She knows what it's like. She's travelled with you long enough. But she's hurting, you know. I know, Tegan. I was away for a while, but I still remember. Time travellers need to have brave hearts.
I'm Paul Mars and I'm the writer of the Peterloo Massacre. Even with the TARDIS playing up, I should have seen the signs. What signs? It's the 16th of August, 1819. It's the day of the Peterloo Massacre. This city is about to go to war against its own people. I think because I, I'd done The Lady of Mercia a couple of years ago and we were talking about me doing historical stories, it seemed like a nice move to go on and do another one and have even less science fiction-y stuff in this one. Um, to have a story that was even more kind of um, just based in one particular time and place and put the crew into a situation that was like in 60s Doctor Who where they're stuck in a place and they can't get out and they're caught in the wheels of, of history. And it's that kind of story that is very much about the characters and those kind of predicaments that they get caught in rather than anything more outlandish. I'm Jamie Anderson and I'm the director of the Peterloo Massacre. It was nice to have a historical drama for Peter Davison to do. So that was something that was interesting that I wasn't expecting. I think it was a really quite dark and distressing story all the way through with not a lot of levity or, or moments of anything positive happening really, I guess because it was true to the story. So with the, the casting, we had to find the right people who would be able to bring that to life. So that was obvious that was going to be a challenge immediately. Yeah, there's some, some seriously dark and upsetting moments throughout. My name is... Um... Uh, oh, Peter Davison, I play Doctor Number Five. My name's Sarah Sutton, and I play Nissa of Traken. And my name is Janet Fielding, and I play Tegan Jovanka. What you have to remember is that as time travellers, sometimes we witness terrible things, things we never should. And you're saying that these are fixed points that we shouldn't even visit? Perhaps I shouldn't have put it that way. Yes, there are certain events that must proceed unimpeded. What I meant is, there will be consequences of today, positive as well as negative. I can't see a bright side. It's the first story, Doctor Who story, we've ever done that I've understood. Is that because there are, <laughs> is that because there are no aliens? No, it? no, it's all simple. There's not a single alien. There's no baffle gap. No. There's not I a single we bit of... Have an alien. I thought somebody would turn out to be an alien. Me too. Well, you can't... It's very, a very unusual Doctor Who story. And one yeah. we land in the TARDIS, and then that's it until the end of the story. Well, there's there's no TARDIS activity at no. all. Was, was there an alien in Black Orchid? No. no. Actually, you two are the only aliens in the story. In this oh, story. good point. The only aliens are you two. Yeah. There's metaphorical monsters in that there are capitalists and, and industrial monsters. Uh, there are machines that, that in, in factories that, that kind of grind people down and, and put them in danger. There's people who haven't learned to look after their, their workforce yet. There's that kind of industrial revolution, unfairness. There's a lot of kind of invisible monsters of, uh, to do with you know, how people are treated by the bosses. Um, hopefully, I mean, it's not just you know, a binary like that. Here's the good guys and here's the bad guys. The, uh, that's how you present it in the first instance in quite broad strokes in a story like this. But you want to break it down. You want all of your characters to meet all of the... Um, the central cast and, and you want to find out some of the kind of shades of grey in a situation like this. Yes, it's a story about how the workforce were exploited in factories and, and you know, terrible things went on when people go on this, this march. But I want it to be subtle in, in, in terms of telling the wider story. But there's nothing with tentacles 
metal legs or on wheels or anything like that. It's all human beings behaving in kind of quite extreme ways. They're not even people to you, are they? The doctor's trying to help that boy and all you're concerned about is getting the machines going again. There's work to be done here, miss. Tegan, this isn't helping. Well, I think it's good if it introduces people to the Peterloo Massacre, um, that people should know about it because it's an important part of our history, you know, of both the working class history of, well, certainly some of these people were transported to Australia, for instance. Why haven't more wounded been brought here? Because they can't pay. Don't you get it, Nissa? It might as well be the Dark Ages. It's interesting because Janet's character finds the whole world of the early 19th century really unpleasant because of the way that workers and women are treated so for her it was quite easy actually to to be just more tegany in a kind of challenging and slightly aggressive way nissa tends to be more sort of on a within a kind of fairly narrow band of behaving because she's so intelligent and so logical but in this she gets really affected by the death of poor baby peter so having her taking some time over those really unpleasant and dark scenes where poor Kathy is well she's the part where Kathy is is run down by the horse and and Peter is killed that scene we ran through three or four times to really kind of get how upset and how damaged Nissa is by this incident but Sarah just sort of uh, took it all in her stride but it was really nice to hear an emotional side to Nissa Where's Peter? Where's he gone? He fell from your arms. I have him, Kathy. I'm... Give me my son! He's so quiet. I'm sorry. Oh, he's such a good boy. Even in all this noise. Philip Laby joined us today as Thomas Tyler. He was one of the people that, when I read the script, I kind of heard his voice as Thomas Tyler straight away. The other character was William, and that was Gerard Kearns, who some of you may know as Ian from Shameless. He did uh, 80 episodes of Shameless, I think. And again, reading William, it was just Gerard's voice straight away. I think it was important to have some genuine talent from the North rather than just, you know, people with RP putting on a, a Northern accent. Gerald was absolutely brilliant at that. But joining Gerald was uh, Hayley Jane Standing. Uh, Hayley was Cathy. And again, it had to be the right kind of person for Cathy because Cathy was quite a powerful young lady, but also a bit of fragility underneath her because of her discretion, shall we say her indiscretion rather, her indiscretion and uh, and baby Peter. So she was a, a another great find. My name's Philip Labby and I'm playing Tommy Tyler. My name is Jerry Kearns and I'm playing William. Thomas, this is the doctor. A friend of the family, you might say. Pleased to meet you, sir. Thomas has come up from London, especially for the march. Not taking part? I'm a newspaper man, sir. I like to call myself an investigative reporter. Can you credit it? A London news sheet sending a fellow all the way here to witness the proceedings with his own eyes. Yeah, I've been enjoying the script a lot. Yeah, I've been enjoying playing the part and seeing the story unfold. It's very exciting, very upsetting, very interesting. And I think it's actually, yeah, it's got it's got some nice layers as well. There are some really nice funny moments, but with uh, with quite a lot of pathos in this episode, so it's really nice. I'm Hayley Jane Standing, and I'm playing Kathy Roberts. What kind of march is it to be? It's our chance. The working people, 
We're all getting together and marching into Manchester. There'll be speeches and banners and music. It'll be like one big jamboree. Well, I agree with your father. I don't think you should go. You forget, madam, what it's like to be a working person and to feel like we do. You've been married too long to a rich man. <gasps> Catherine Roberts! Most of my scenes are with Sarah. I just have that moment at the beginning of the piece where I, where I kind of meet them all when they've just arrived. And so that was really nice to work on that bit, but it's been really nice to kind of have those one-to-one -one scenes with Nissa. And Cathy really kind of strikes up a great friendship with her, which is really nice. Peter's not your brother. He's yours. Hush, Nissa. I'm not supposed to say. It's obvious by the way he looks at you. And you at him. Please, Nissa. I have to keep my secret or I could lose him. They could even take him away from me. My name's Elizabeth Morgan and I am playing Mrs Hurley, who is a slightly neurotic lady from up north somewhere, from Manchester, hoping to be a lady herself one day. And I'm also playing the nursing sister. You must be Lady Hurley. Oh, oh, oh merely Mrs. I'm not a lady. Well, not yes, anyway. Mrs Hurley means that her husband hasn't been knighted yet for his services to industry, Nissa. Oh, I see. Cassie, you are impertinent. Yes, Mrs Hurley. It's been interesting because I'm an old hand at radio and I really thought that we'd be around a microphone moving in and out as we were required and sitting in a green room. I never thought that we would be in individual booths. So this is um, a new experience for me. Had I known it was going to be like that, of course, I wouldn't have stapled my script together uh, as an old BBC script to the turning, easy turning page. There we are. So it's been a very interesting experience, I must say. He's Wayne Forrester and I'm Robbie Stevens. <laughs> and uh, Robbie's playing... Hurley. And I'm playing Roberts and Walton and Reverend Small. What are you doing here? Ah, oh, there you are, my boy. Have you been drinking before midday? Don't count yourself, William. We always start off at the tavern. The lad's looking a bit jumpy there, Hurley. Wet behind the ears. Hasn't even broken his boots here. Father. I must talk with you. It's about the doctor. You need to get a drink down, you boy. Steady your nerves. Porter for my lad, landlord. I'm not drinking with you. We've got to get out there. Still, he's going to see action. Reminds me how I was. And we all were. At Waterloo. I'll see you both on the field. We did take um, professional advice on this, I have to say, because we've got both Jerry and Haley in, who are proper... The real thing. Yeah, bona fide. <laughs> Mancunians or thereabouts. I think uh, she's from Burnley. But they were very good, and I said, because I think it matters a lot. I say, But I'd say the same to anyone. If I was doing a Scottish accent in front of a Scot or an American accent in front of an American, I would always say, please, please yeah. pick me up. If I make an absolute hash of this or something you just wouldn't say, you've got to tell me, cause, you know, because to the <laughs> ears out there who, who know it, it's going to stand out like a sore thumb. 15 fatalities, 654 casualties. Write that down in your notebook, Thomas Tyler. Ignore him, Tyler. These numbers are just wild speculation. Look around you, man. You know, Hurley, I never share my knowledge of the future. On this occasion, I wish I had, because had I realised that you belonged to this private militia, I'd have done everything in my power to stop you. You caused this horror, you and your kind. Oh, I've had my fill of you. Don't just walk away, Hurley. I suppose, with the exception of Roberts, the other two characters, are, the other two characters aren't terribly nice. So um, you can play. That's always quite nice to play, isn't it? It's quite nice to play sort of 
bit nasty. It, it is. Yeah, I mean, I tried to make my character Hurley. I saw him as quite a big, fat, wheezy gentleman, but it's very hard to do that sort of asthmatic wheeze to order. But we sort of, we did sort of puffed him up a bit, and he's a very pompous man, you know, and uh, uh, gave him a bit of bluster. And um, it was somewhere around the sort of Brian Glover yeah. sort of mark, but bigger and with less wind. Yeah, it comes across as well, because I mean, we, we hadn't, I hadn't heard Robbie do his voices until we were actually in, in the studio recording them, so it was quite, it was, <laughs> it was good, it's good to feed off that kind of energy. It's great, you know, because I think everyone, you, you always have a picture, I'm sure everyone does, mm -hmm. of, of the scene in your head and the, ca and the character you're playing, and they look very different from you, you know. The, I always imagine it rather as a sort of an animation or I'm dubbing someone or something. You, you have to get into the physicality of the character. <coughs> And also, I said to, uh, I was saying to Jamie yesterday, it's quite interesting that the doctors, almost as a, a, a sort of uniform group, tend to speak very quickly. Their ideas come very quickly and rapidly, and they, they fire them out. So it's quite nice to have a character which is more cumbersome and will yeah. slow down the pace, you know, that sort of thing. So it it's, gives you a bit more dynamic, a bit more colour to the scenes, which I think is always nice. Better to listen to, it's more interesting. Yeah. It's hard to consign everything to history and say, this is how it goes. I'm sorry, Nissa. So am I. Give her time, Doctor. She knows what it's like. She's travelled with you long enough. But she's hurting, you know. I know, Deegan. I was away for a while, but I still remember. Time travellers need to have brave hearts. There's a very particular feeling to my hearing um, this particular TARDIS grouping of the Fifth Doctor, Tegan and Nyssa, because well, the first time was four years ago now with, with the, the Lady of Mercia, and they were joined by Turlo, which placed that story in kind of 1983. <laughs> four years have gone by from that. You know, we're getting further and further in the future, but I'm kind of... It's lovely to be, to be able to go back and to be 13, 14 again, which is what I was, the perfect age for Doctor Who, when these stories were, were on, when that era was. And the, the idea of that time in the early 80s being endlessly elastic is, um, is amazing to me. It is like going back and seeing old friends. They're, they're still remarkably fresh sounding. There's still lots to hear from them because although we thought the show was more soapy in quotes back then and that they had more character interaction than 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 perhaps previous cast members had that we got to know Tegan and, and Nyssa as kind of real people more than we had perhaps kind of Leela and so on there's still kind of more potential in them I think we still want to know what they talked about when the doctor wasn't around I still want to know
Yeah.